Welcome to Binge or Purge Streaming Reviews. I am your host, Demo. My co-host is Joe Taylor. This is episode 22. Dude, what happened to our Steely Dan music? It went bye-bye, thank we got, God. Did we get a cease and desist? Like, yes, we, we pr- did. Probably by the time this airs, we will have. Like, you got it. So I'm happy to report, if you're, obviously, if you're a listener, you notice, hey, new music, new intro music. Yes, thank you. It was written by a friend of mine, Greg Anson. You can follow Greg on Instagram at Anson Greg, A-N-S-I-N-G-R-E-G. He's a great musician, and we can't thank him enough for our new intro and outro music. Yeah, now he's one of the Anson brothers, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you, Greg. Yeah. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we're, we're very happy. I love the with new our, song. Yeah, very happy about it. Awesome. We couldn't be more thrilled with it. Okay. Now, a couple things before we get started. This is going to be a quick one today. We're not going to go long. This is a little special edition based off of stand-up comedy specials that are out right now. We're going to get right into the big stand-up comedy specials that everyone's talking about. Also, I want you to know, Just the Facts is on vacation this week. So if we screw up, say something wrong, she's not going to be there to correct us. She will be here next week back in time for our Bingy and Purgy Awards extravaganza. I'm looking forward to that. Yep, it's going to be good. That's next week. Yep. Also, some of you listen with your kids, listen in the car. We're going to be swearing in this one. I know we try to keep the swearing and cursing to a minimum. I think we're going to let it go on this one. Mm. So if you're like, oh, just a little heads up, maybe you not want to listen to this one with the kids around. If you do or you don't, that's up to you. Just a little warning. We're going to be dropping some F-bombs and whatever in this one. Yeah, well, some of us will be. So, so let's get right into <laughs> that it. That would be me. A tale of three comedies. Yes. A tale of three comedy specials. Uh, the most talked about comedy special that I can remember in my lifetime came out about three weeks ago. Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones. Yep. You've seen it. I've seen all three of the ones we're talking about today. Uh, I know that. Oh. I'm just telling d- our listeners. Oh, they've seen it. No, I'm, I was asking you if you've seen it. Yes. Okay. I know that you've seen it, though. Yes. Oh, thank right. you. Okay. Second of all, <laughs> Bill Burr, Paper Tiger, filmed in London. You've seen that? Shut <laughs> up. You're just nodding. Shut up. You wanted me to say, but yes, I said. Okay. And and then third, we have a wild card um, because we'll, we'll get into it in a second, but uh, Jim Gaffigan's special quality time on Amazon Prime. So two uh two netflix things and an amazon thing seems to be about our regular ratio yep let's start with Chappelle. what'd you think i feel like Chappelle and burr right now are at at, at the forefront of the controversy in stand-up and i just want to say moving forward there's no way to talk about either of these two specials without pissing off somebody Mm. okay i feel like the left is like, oh my God, this is the most outrageous, offensive thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And then the comedy community is like, if you don't think this is like Moses coming down from the mountaintop with the Ten Commandments, you need to get out of comedy. Mm-hmm. There's no middle ground, it seems, with the special, specifically the Chappelle one. 
Now, can I read a quote from Norm MacDonald that fortifies what you just said? Yes. This is a quote from Norm MacDonald, who is, I think, the funniest person on the planet. Norm MacDonald, no question. Pound for pound. Hilarious. (laughs) I guess I've never weighed him, but yeah. Here's his quote. If any of you wish to be a comedian, study Sticks and Stones, a comedy special from The Peerless One. That's what he calls Dave Chappelle, The Peerless One. If you don't consider Chappelle funny, you are wrong. If you are a comedian who does not see that he is the best we have, quit. So he's really taking a stand on uh, Chappelle Hill. Yeah, he is. And uh, okay, I get it. I get where he's coming from too. But then you have the entire woke community. Okay, I just want to let you know, I I am not woke. No, If you know know anything about me... I'm I'm half asleep most of the time. I say that about you. Right? I mean, so I feel like there's no middle ground here, though. The entire left is so against this. They're so outraged by this special. You would think it's like, you know, hellfire coming out of Chappelle's mouth. Yeah. And I think there's a middle ground here, but but no one seems to want to take it. Now, I think you love this special, correct? Oh, I've watched it three times. Right. I've only watched it once. I watched it at the airport. With headphones on, (laughs) and um, I, you know, blurted out laughing right in the middle of the terminal. How many times did you laugh uncontrollably, like out loud? Three. Okay. The rest of the time, I'm like, okay, I see the points that he's making, but I feel like this show is almost like a reaction to his last special, the one that he shot at the Palladium, which I saw in person. So I saw Dave Chappelle's last Netflix special, the one at the Palladium. I forget the name of it now. But birds and something. Yeah. I walked out of there going, wow, Dave Chappelle's a little tone deaf. I thought he was a little like, get off my lawn with his shotgun. And to (laughs) me, strangely enough, in this special, this new one, Sticks and Stones, he literally talks about being on his porch with the shotgun saying, get off my lawn. That's true, yeah. He, and he lives in, like, uh, Nebraska or something, He right? lives in Ohio. In Ohio, yeah. Yeah. And he has a ranch, and he has, he has a, a ranch, shotgun. He has a shotgun. But he I'm, sits on his porch. And he sits on his porch, and, says, and get, get off my lawn. lawn. I'm like, wow, he's really acknowledging it. I know so many people that are not in the stand-up world that hate this special. They think it's completely offensive. Uh, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And then I have the entire stand-up community that you and I are both peripherally a part of <laughs> we know people they what you know i'm not going to get into where we are in the spectrum of stand-up but we're around it enough to know that i would say 99 percent of the stand-up community thinks this is like you know eddie murphy delirious they yeah. are at that level yeah. of like you know or richard pryor or lenny bruce i mean it's it's all those comparisons have been called right and i think Chappelle has been better i'm not coming look at this is definitely a binge but I think he's been funnier 15 years ago when he was younger. I feel like, I don't know, man. I just feel like he's a little out of touch. Just a little. And I know who don't say that, but I mean, but I do think that. Yeah. Well, he's 52 years old. Right. He's, he is. He's a Republican, I think. He is a Republican? I'm pretty right. sure. Did you hear he, any Trump jokes in that special? No. But he, well, he, there you go. But he did a lot of Trump stuff at the, in the last special that I saw him at. All right. But I would say he's borderline Republican. Now, did you watch the epilogue? I did. Okay. That I thought was as interesting as the special. Yes. Itself. You have to watch, you have the, to epilogue. watch the epilogue as well. And it only comes up if you finish the special. You have to like 
watch the special and then like there's no way to just get to the epilogue. No, you have to watch them. Yeah, you can't just skip around. You have yeah. to watch Sticks and Stones first. But you absolutely positively have to watch the epilogue as well because yeah. that's just as fascinating. It is because he gives people a chance. He says, hey, everyone says stuff about me. I'm going to give you a chance to say it to my face. You can ask me any question you want. Say anything you want to me. A couple people unloaded on him a little bit. And yeah. a couple people had like softball stuff, but... It, it was great for for the interest of time. I, I want to summarize this special with my favorite part, mm-hmm. which was uh, when he was talking about Daphne, a transgendered person that came to two of his six shows in some city that he was in. Yeah. Now, this could be a made up story. I don't know. Wasn't there. But she said that, uh, you know, the media was all over him because he normalized R. Kelly because he did a lot of jokes about R. Kelly. Uh, she said, how come the media doesn't talk about how you normalize transgender people by telling jokes about us. And I thought that was really like, I thought it was profound. I thought it was funny. He had some really poignant moments. I thought it was overall very moving. I was super impressed by it. He was obviously trying to make uh, a point about a lot of different things, but he had a lot of jokes. I loved it. It's a binge for me. It's a binge for me. I thought it was clunky at the beginning. I thought it really took off the last 20 minutes or so. Especially when he got into guns. Hmm. His take on guns was hilarious. And shooting an intruder in his house and the different shotgun shells he would buy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really painted a story there. Especially going in to like buy the shotgun. I mean, like... Yeah. <laughs> the guy's shaking the box. Shaking the, the guy. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to ruin I, any of the jokes. But I'm saying, there's <laughs> enough gold in here where you've got to see it. Yeah. You know, That's like, true. That shotgun formula is true, by the way. I did not know that. Yeah, it's a real thing. I had no no idea. Yeah. I thought it was great. Also about like, you know, when he gets into, you know, school shootings, spot on. Especially when like, you know, you're telling what kids to do when the person that's probably going to do the shooting is knowing about it as well. It's like, okay. It <laughs> was pretty so, far. That, was, that was about about as far as he went in my mind as far as like, oh. Oh, I liked it. Yeah. Certain things I'm like, it's to each his own. I thought he couldn't go far enough with the school shooting things. I thought the, the last quarter of the special was epic. Yeah. But it, but it's great. I know you love the whole thing. I'm saying I can see why some people are like, I get it. Just saying I'm sort of like, you know, going down the middle on this one. Look, I didn't love it. But it's good enough, it's solid enough where it's a binge. Okay. Now, let me, we're going to talk about two other specials, Bill Burr, Paper Tiger on Netflix, and Jim Gaffigan, Quality Time on Amazon. Now, Jim Gaffigan was on Andy Cohen's Bravo show. Now, you watch a lot of Bravo, right? Can't get enough. It's okay. right. Are you kidding me? I have uh, the app. <laughs> sure, sure you do. Jim Gaffigan said about Chappelle, he said, number one, I would defend any comedian just, just because of the fact that they're a comedian. Yep. But he said he was a little surprised by some of the jokes, but that basically Dave Chappelle is, this is Jim Gaffigan's words. He thought he was so bright and so far ahead of everything that he was just poking the bear to get a response and it's satire and whatever. He also said something very interesting, which is that the comedy club environment does not translate well to TV specials. Because if you go into the belly room on a Thursday night at 11 p.m., you're going to hear stuff that you cannot unhear and is totally inappropriate. But when you put it on Netflix or HBO or whatever, it's like a little bit different. Like the context is taken away. That's true. But I kind of want that. I kind of want what's out in the clubs to be shown. Right. Cause that to me, that's the real stuff. 
Yeah. No? You know? Well, no, I get, I get it. But but his point was that um, something that's appropriate in a comedy club, when you have uh, implied consent that you're going to go in there and you're going to hear stuff that you would never repeat, uh, might not belong on Netflix. All right. I yeah. guess. Anyway, okay. My thing is, you should be able to say whatever you want. I don't Even if you think it's the most offensive thing, I'm not going to stop someone from saying it. Good. Seems to me comedy is the last bastion of being able to say whatever you want. And it's like, it's slipping away in ways. And I, I think these guys got to fight to hold on to it. Even if it's like, I don't agree with half the stuff Chappelle is saying, or like, oh, that's a little much. God damn it, man. Keep going. Well, you have he's, to. He's, he's certainly on the forefront of that fight. Okay. Second, right behind him on that fight is Bill Burr who filmed a special called Paper Tiger at uh, the Lord Albert Hall in London. It was very similar in intention, Yes, I think. Yep. I thought it was a lot more ham-fisted, and maybe it was because he's a middle-aged white guy that it's just like a little more like, eh, I don't know. What do you think? I watched this with my 85-year-old mother. Mm. Not a good choice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mom, you got to watch this. Bill Burr is my favorite comedian. Like, oh, is he your favorite comedian? Yeah, I love Bill Burr. Okay, now, I don't. Want, he's up there. He's like top one or two. I, you know, fluctuates, but I do love Bill Burr. Also, side note, Bill Burr's an awesome guy. If you've ever met Bill Burr, we did. Didn't you? Weren't you with us that one time at the, at the improv? We sat no. sat at dinner with him. Nope. I was with Chris Garrett. Anyway, I wasn't there. Okay, he's awesome. He's a great guy. Totally cool. Totally friendly. Every time I've seen him or been around him, he's been nothing but a good guy. So I, like, I believe that. Yeah, he's. He, you know, I find that the more outrageous the comedian is on stage, the better human being they are. I I believe that too. You know, because I've seen some guys that are so likable. I remember this one comedian. I won't say his name. So likable on stage, gets off stage, and he's a complete asshole. Sounds like Dan Cook. Well, I, it's not Dane Cook. This is oh. a low level. No one. It was just one of example of like, you know, oh, so likable and wonderful and you know, such a clean set. Then he gets off the stage and I'm like, what an asshole. Oh, Brian Regan. No. I don't even remember his name. So that's why I can't mention okay. it. He's, he's, he's a, you know, who knows? All right. I'd seen him a couple times and I was like, I like him. And then I'm like, oh, I don't like you. Go fuck yourself. Mm, well, there you go. Point is, I told my mom, like, Bill Burry's great. And he just starts dropping F-bombs, and my mom just checks out. He he had about a 1,000 F-bombs per minute. Yeah. And my, my mom was like, does he have to say the F-word every second? And I'm like, Mom, I don't even really notice it. But he does say it a lot. Now, by the end of the special, my mother was like, that was a lot of swearing, but I kind of liked it at the end. My mom liked it when he got personal at the end, when he started talking about his relationship with his daughter trying to be a better guy and his dog. Mm. Very his, relatable thing. He has an African-American wife as well. Yes. He kind of grew on my mom by the end. However, she was still like, too much swearing. I agree with your mom as usual. Right. I actually you wrote, do. You, you can look what I wrote down here. Terrible vocabulary. Terrible. Yeah. When, when somebody yeah. uses the F-bomb 75,000 times in an hour, yeah. I don't think that they're edgy. I think that they're dumb. Right. And my mom said, she was like, I think he could get his point across without so many fucks. Yeah. You know? I, I and it kinda, certainly it, hope so. It, it kind of took her out of it. Yeah. I No, I totally, I totally agree again with Mrs. Demo, which is you don't have to talk like that to make a point because we're already listening to you. You're the only person on stage with a microphone. You don't have to get our attention with F-bombs. Yeah. 
So I, I don't know. I didn't like that. But um, okay, what do you think about this? He tried to push the envelope in the same way that Chappelle did. Do you think he pulled it off equally well? He starts out really aggressive in this special. Yeah. Especially about the Me Too movement. I mean, he really goes in. And he defends celebrities that, you know, probably don't need defending. As does Chappelle. Chappelle really defends uh, Louis C.K. They both they both By name. By name. (laughs) You know? And I'm like, by the way, that was what I laughed out the most in the airport was uh, dripping pancake butter. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you see the special, you'll be like, I mean, I literally was like, ah, right uh, in the airport. Anyway, Bill Burr has had way better specials than this. Is this special worth watching? If you love Bill Burr, you're going to watch it. For me, it's a binge, but I think his last two specials were superior. It felt like he was just really going to piss people off on this one. And I, I think he's likable enough where he doesn't have to. Yeah, I honestly I didn't like it. I'm gonna give it a purge. Really? Sorry, Bill Burr. Okay. And Demo. No, it's fine. I didn't it's like fine. it. I wouldn't I, recommend it to anybody except for you, because I know you like him so much. Yeah. Well, you know, my mom is a purge for sure. Yeah. Me and Mrs. Demo on the same page once again. Yeah. Now, in the interest of time, we have a dark horse here. Now, we do. Th- this is an literally get it. Because he does a whole bit on horses. Oh, yeah. He does like 25 minutes. Yeah. I mean, he literally beats a dead horse. <laughs> yeah. And, live, and a live horse. Yeah. This is Jim Gaffigan. I think one of the best comedians of our time. This is the show, the special, I should have had my mother watch. <laughs> yeah. You know you what should, I mean? And I don't know. I was like, oh, Bill Burr. I go, why didn't I go with the Gaffigan one? I guarantee my mother would have loved Gaffigan. Of course, every mother every loves Gaffigan. Every mother loves, loves Gaffigan. <laughs> he basically is kind of a motherly looking person himself. Um, this is called Quality Time. It's the first Amazon original full length comedy special. It's about an hour. This, it's PG rated tops. Maybe tops. It's, Maybe it's G. I think he, I think he, he talks about murder. Yeah, but he doesn't say any. He's there's not a like, single swear like, word that comes out of him. I think maybe he says, "What the hell is going on?" That might be the darkest part. Ooh, of Ooh, edgy. Yeah. It's edgy. Yeah. Honestly, I thought joke for joke, this was the funniest, just pure clean joke for joke, funniest thing I've seen in a long time. But every line is a joke. Every delivery is a joke. I mean, it's. Yep. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he churns it out. I don't know how he's a magician. I don't know how he takes a subject and just goes so deep into it. He, he's almost like doing a monologue because it's hard for me to picture him in a club. Have you ever seen him in a club? I've never seen him live. Okay. I don't know that he grinded it out at Caroline's and the comedy store and flappers. I mean, I can't imagine him open micing even 30 years ago, but I guess he did. But now he just goes straight to theaters. Yeah. I mean, good for him, I guess. You know, him and his wife write this stuff together. Yes. It, it does come off a little bit like a monologue. Like like you could put, um, you could put uh, what's his name, Daniel Day-Lewis out there to do a Jim Gaffigan show, and it would probably be just as funny. That's an interesting take. <laughs> that never approached my brain at any point, but it's interesting. Well, that's it's why we're here. Anyway, I, I like him a lot. I think he's so funny, and he it's so hard to work clean. You know that. Because it's a, yeah. He, he doesn't talk about boning. He doesn't talk about screwing. Nope. He doesn't talk about effing. Yep. You know, he doesn't do any anything that's remotely offensive to someone like, uh, like uh, you know, 
your mom, your Mrs. Demo. Right. Or mom, anybody. yeah. I mean, I made the fatal mistake. Like I said, I should have shown her Gaffigan instead of Burr. Yeah, she probably would have liked it. I liked it a lot. Out of these three specials, I thought his was the funniest. I thought Chappelle's was by far the most important because it's going to go down in like history books as as like here's when cancel culture and PC culture ended. Because I think he really came out and just stomped some of this some of this snowflake stuff. Yeah, Bill Burr. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, it's it's a far third place for me. I'm only giving Bill Burr a binge because I love Bill, but I acknowledge not his best special by any way. He's got that one, I don't know the name of it, was in black and white from a couple years ago. Fantastic. Go watch that one. It's on Netflix. He's got several specials that are great. This one just seemed like he was like, all right, I'm just going to just push some buttons. So yeah. I can see why you and my mom are purges on it. I guess I'm, you know, I'm giving a little leeway because I love the guy. Yeah, I, I'm sure he's a nice guy, and 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 it's it's worth watching. I'm sure. But um, okay, last thing: Jim Gaffigan has an indie movie coming out called American Dreamer, which is a crime thriller. He plays an Uber driver who is kidnapped. It's very much like Michael Mann's Collateral. Yeah, I Tom saw Cruise. I saw a clip on uh, I think it was Colbert, and uh, freaky man, he's doing he's he's like. He's got some. He's got some chops. I guess we'll see. I'm looking forward to seeing it. It's going to be out, I think, on the 20th on VOD. So I don't know. Why? Right on. Well, we'll wrap it up. I know we wanted to go short here, not too long. We, We're only uh, at uh, 75 minutes. 75 minutes. Excellent. It's a record for us. Now 22. So we want. At- we wanted to get into you know what is the big stuff in stand up that everyone's talking about right now. I figured these three specials, they're where it's at. Yeah. Watch all three of them. Yeah. They're they're all really good. Real quick, anything you're looking forward to besides uh, the binges and purges? No. Okay. I'm, I'm really not. I have one thing. What I do you to got? Mention. I'm looking forward to reviewing my movie. Well, our movie, 818. When can we review this? So the binges and purges are next week. Yes. Then we're going to take a week off and do a best of. We are? Sure. Why not? But isn't the binges and purges our best of? I don't know. We could talk about it off the air. Okay. But, uh, within the next two or three weeks, we'll review our own film. So I'm looking forward to that. All right. Yeah, that'll be great. Play I that can't cool wait. music again, man. Yes, yes. Uh, for Joe Taylor, my name is Demo. This has been Binge or Purge Streaming Reviews. Once again, we want to thank Greg Anson for our new music. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs>